Welcome back everyone. Now you know that the main thing that I've been focusing on is personality disorders. More more or less on narcissism because it's become more of an epidemic. All right. But one thing we gotta understand about narcissism, it's a spectrum, right? Just like autism is. It's a spectrum. And there are different types of narcissists that run on that spectrum. You have to be able to look out for what type you're dealing with if you are dealing with one, right? But let's just be frank about something. Any kind of narcissist that you run across is potentially harmful, all right? And I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about family members. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, baby mama, baby daddy, whatever. A narcissist is a narcissist is a narcissist. And they're extremely harmful. But I'm going to give you the different types. Now, there are two main types, but behind that, there are subtypes. The two main types are vulnerable and invulnerable narcissists. Now, vulnerable narcissists, they're the sensitive and shy ones, okay? They use that to, you know, disguise their feelings of self-loathing, all right? Now, they merge their identities with other idealized people because they need to feel special about themselves, but they genuinely don't have any regard for other people in their feelings, okay? And this all is motivated by, you know, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment. And, you know, what they basically do is they utilize manipulation to, you know, to, to gain sympathy from others, even if it includes like shaming, guilt tripping, gaslighting people, which is a manipulation tactic, you know, and they, they're fueled by an inferiority complex related from their childhood trauma. Now, an invulnerable narcissist, a little different yet similar, all right? The invulnerable narcissist shows high self-confidence, all right? And they're, they're very cold, unempathetic though, all right? So that's the similar part with the vulnerable narcissist. They're, you know, they're very thick-skinned and they're shameless. They'll do any and everything to gain power, to gain, you know, glory, recognition, whatever have you they will do it all right and they basically you know they they use the narc supply to fuel their delusions sound like somebody you know okay they go by blaming criticizing they have lack of empathy you know unfaithfulness they they have this just this need for power and it's basically all to fulfill their own personal needs that's a narc. Narc number one, the amorous narc. They're also known as the um, the gold diggers, con artists, heartbreakers. You know, they're, they're the relationship con artists, basically. All right. And what they do is they measure their self-worth based on their sexual conquests. All right. They're very alluring at first sight. They could be very handsome or they could be very beautiful. They use their physical appearance to pretty much lure you in and trap you, all right? But at the end of the day, they get bored very easily. So when they see that you know your supply isn't really giving it to them, then what they'll do is they'll just discard you. They'll start doing all kinds of things just to get rid of you. A gold digger's a gold digger. I'm sorry, I, I can't resonate with that, so. But I'm just saying, those are the ones that are very superficial, all right? They'll give you that pleasant demeanor, but in reality, they got their own agenda. Narc number two, 
the compensatory narc. To compensate for past traumas, this particular narc loves to create larger than life illusions and achievements, okay? To regain power and control, they basically hunt emotionally vulnerable people, you know, that will serve as their, their audience, pretty much, you know, sit there and just, oh, I'll be awestruck with them, all right? And they basically, you know, the reality of it is, is that they're extremely sensitive to criticism. And, you know, they'll look out for any, any negative, you know, self-directed cues from others. And what they'll do is they'll use manipulative tactics as a form to regain control. So you can't really criticize them or say something because everything will just come out remotely negative to them. I hope y'all still with me. Narc number three, also known as the classic narc, the elitist narc. This narc is an opportunist, okay? They'll do anything to get to the top, anything to get to the top, all right? And they're at a win at all cost attitude. That's how they are. They got to win at all costs. They think they're better than everybody else, all right? That their achievements and their background make them better than everyone else. Whatever whatever it is they achieved, whatever their background is, they feel like, oh, I'm the elite one. That's just how they are, all right? They're skilled self-promoters, all right? And they're braggers, one-uppers. So if you do something, they got to do something else to one-up you, all right? And they're cutthroat. Oh, <laughs> they need to be the best and they got to prove that they're more intellectual. Narc number four, commonly known as the toxic narc, but also known as the malignant narc, all right? This particular narc overlaps between a psychopath and a sociopath. We'll get into that too, all right? They have antisocial personality disorder, all right? It's called APD also, which we'll get into that also, all right? They have no regard for moral versus immoral behavior. They don't care. They don't care, all right? They're characterized as being arrogant and having an inflated self-esteem, all right? Or commonly known as an ego, really bad ego, all right? But, you know, they, they delight in outsmarting people, like getting away with stuff. Oh, I got away with this and I got away with that. And, you know, they're, they're highly manipulative, exploitative. You got to be careful with these. This particular narc, you got to be very careful with. Now, with these types of narcissists, you got to understand that there are subtypes, all right? You have overt, covert, somatic, cerebral, and invert, okay? Overt and covert, very similar in that they both do not mind putting people down, belittling them, bullying them, doing whatever it is that they got to do, any kind of manipulation. But an overt narcissist is one that's more noticeable. They're usually the arrogant ones. They're usually the ones that are just, you know, they're, they're identified as being loud and sensitive. They're the, the, the big one in the big one in the room. The covert ones, however, are the ones who work behind the scenes. Okay, so they'll put on a mask. They'll show you that humble, I'm a sweetheart personality. But in private, they're a totally different person. And they're a totally different person to their victim. Somatic, they're obsessed with youth. They're obsessed with their appearance. 
They're obsessed with the superficialness. They're obsessed with being at the gym, being young, you know, and, and constantly in front of the mirror. You know, that's that whole physical superficial bullshit. Cerebral, on the other hand, they're know-it-alls, okay? They think they know everything. They think they're more intelligent than everybody. They try to impress people with their accomplishments and their positions of power. And then you have invert. Invert is a special type of covert narcissist, okay? They're thought to be codependent. But here's the thing. An inverted narcissist will only be happy in a relationship with another narcissist. Yeah, they are thought to be, they're, they're happy with another narcissist because they're actually victims. They're narcissist victims who suffer from childhood abandonment. Guys, a narc is a narc is a narc. And anybody you come across that is a narcissist, don't get me wrong, not everybody is a narcissist, okay? Just because some people carry some of these traits does not necessarily make them a narcissist. But you gotta use your intuition. You gotta be able to decipher the red flags. You gotta be able to say, do I need to look into this? Because this is just looking a little too narky for me. You get it? You gotta really do that because being involved with a narcissist can be potentially hazardous to your mental health, okay? It's not just about vanity. It's not just about, it's all about me, 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 me. And yeah, you know, everybody likes me and everybody loves me. No, there is a lot more damage that can be done Manipulation is abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse. It's abuse. It's not just physical, it's mental. People commit suicide because of this. So much to cover, so little time. So YouTube I go, I could do my extended videos there, all right? But you know, guys, listen, the powerful way to regain your power is to respect yourself, okay? Your needs, your desires, and create those boundaries create those boundaries you know usually it means cutting contact so if you are dealing with someone who's a narcissist that's your best bet but if you have no choice but to deal with them because you have obligations with them my personal advice go gray rock the gray rock method it's basically where you're limiting contact with the individual or individuals okay and you become emotionally non-responsive okay you're becoming a rock you're boring you just mm, sitting here like that. Narcissists hate that. They'll get the clue. They'll get the picture eventually. All right. So this is my video for you guys. I hope it helped out. Until next time.